Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. The Rabbits Are Making Coffee by John Eller, as told to Jane Satchel McAllister. The motley menagerie occupies center stage at the front of my desk. Visitors to my office note the collection and often ask about the pieces. I readily acknowledge that the small ceramic animals have no intrinsic value nor particular beauty, but I add that they serve as an important daily reminder of Eva the woman who cared for me as a child and greatly influenced the adult I became. I remember that I settled in on Eva's sofa for my afternoon naps, the figurines lined up on the shelf just above the sofa. Eva suggested that the animals, led by the elephant playing a cello, were performing music to help me sleep. I imagined them marching to the music, cue St. Songs, the Carnival of the Animals, under the direction of Mumsy, as I called Eva. Wheelchair-bound from polio, she sat beside the sofa, gently patting my hand as I grew drowsy. My attention drifted back and forth between the figurines and Mumsy. Sunlight pouring through her large bay window made the wheelchair spoke sparkle like diamonds and sometimes shone on her face, making me think she was an angel. This afternoon ritual was my earliest memory, and it made me feel safe. I was born in rural Appalachia, North Carolina, to young parents who lived on the fringes of poverty. My parents worked multiple jobs just to survive. One day, shortly after my mother had given birth to me, Wayne, her foreman at the factory, saw her crying. She confided in him that she had a new baby and could not afford either child care or a sitter, so she would have to quit work. He kindly offered to talk to his wife to see if she might be interested in helping. After my parents visited Eva at her home, our story together began. My parents entrusted me to Eva when I was three weeks old, and I grew up alternating between the two households. Mumsy spun stories and shared fables with me. I often sat on her lap in her wheelchair, the two of us looking out of her bay window at the mountain across the way as she told them. My imagination could run wild with each word she spoke. Morning mist sometimes spiraled up from the ground and I asked about it. Mumsy told me, the rabbits are making coffee, John boy. Before they start their daily chores, the rabbits collect twigs for a fire and draw water from the stream. They heat the water in their little coffee pot and brew a good cup of coffee to start their day. Mumsy made me feel special. She made the best orange pineapple birthday cake for me. She called it John boy's cake. 
She asked her husband, whom I called Big Dad, to plant an apple tree for the mailbox. She named it the Johnny Apple Tree. She encouraged my studies and even tutored me as a high school student. My GPA ranked as high as some of the designated exceptional students, as selected by teachers, and my peers voted me into the student council but I was passed over by teachers for any recognition. Words matter, and I wanted to be the person Mumsy told me that I had the potential to be, regardless of any label placed on me by teachers who believed that I was not exceptional enough. Her confidence in me propelled me onward. She could not join me at my college graduation, but I called her on my phone as I walked across the stage to receive my diploma. When her health began seriously deteriorating, I visited with Mumsy in the hospital. We shared warm memories and shed tears of love together. I sensed our time together was slipping away, and I told her what a wonderful mother figure she had been to me. My first child had just been born, and my wife brought him to the hospital for Mumsy to hold, close to three weeks old. In that last visit, Mumsy said she had something to give me and would make sure I received it soon. Mumsy passed away not long after. I went to see Big Dad, who gave me a box with my name on it. Inside were the little ceramic figurines, each carefully wrapped in tissue paper. They remind me of the curiosity I had as a child, and of a feeling of security as Mumsy patted my hand. I have wondered why with all her life challenges my parents chose Eva and why she chose me. I now know how lucky I am that they each did. And sometimes now I pass by the scenic mountain that we spent so much time admiring together through her bay window, and I see that the rabbits are still making coffee. Copyright 2022, John Eller. John Eller, a native of North Carolina, currently resides in Huntersville with his family. His career has been in social work, human services, and public administration, including manager for Davie County. John prefers to think of himself as a storyteller more than a writer. Over the next few years, he hopes to publish his memoirs. Jane Satchel McAllister's writings draw inspiration from the wide variety of people and places she encounters, from her home base in Davie County to rich adventures across our country and abroad. She has co-authored two Images of America books through Arcadia Publishing and served for nine years as director of the County Public Library. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. 
There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.